for the players. I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And this is for the players, the pop culturist position podcast for 40 years of playing PlayStation and 10 plus years in the games meeting. I'd like to thank you for joining us in this PlayStation conversation. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify, and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. If you'd like to join us in future conversations, you can. Come and check out our socials, Facebook, Discord, Instagram, and Twitter. All those links can be found in the description below. If you want to join the conversation as it happens, head over to twitch.tv slash thepopcultures. We watch us record this show live. We can jump in the chat and become part of the show. If you want to support the show, you can by telling your friends, telling your family about this PlayStation pod. If you are listening on podcast services, be sure to give us a five-star rating and a written review. If you are watching us on YouTube, be sure to like, subscribe, or comment below. I endeavor to answer every single one. If you want to support us financially, you can at patreon.com slash thepopculture, as well as our merchandise store, popculture.com slash shop, where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit with our logos on it. Now, Max, um, it's the name of the episode. We're just going to fucking straight into it because I can't stop thinking about it as well. Even right now, as we like have to do the show, I'm like, yeah, the show's cool and I like doing it and I really enjoy talking to people, but I kind of want to be playing Call of Duty DMZ right now. Yeah. Yeah. If I wasn't so tired, I'd be down. Yeah. Oh, well, that's what I hate in just a moment, but like this, this game has been all consuming. For, for me this week. We're just right, right into the fucking punches this week. Um, no! I say, how you doing? Yeah, Call of Duty. Well, uh, DMZ is the, is the answer. <laughs> so, uh, we talked about this last week, or the week before, I believe. Uh, the new Warzone 2.0 dropped. It's going to fuck... And uh, Max was like, hey, let's give us a bell. I'm like, mm, Warzone, Battle Royal. It's like, there's this new mode called DMZ. It's fucking sick. It's literally the Dark Zone... Uh, from the division, we escaped from Tarkov. All the things like, I've always wanted to play Tarkov because, like, what intrigued me about it was the PvP versus, and the PVE mixed with the mission structure and the bring your loot in and escaping it out. Blah, blah blah. Ticks all the boxes. Turns out DMZ also ticks all the boxes. It has been like I have I have hated this game over this last week, but I cannot stop playing it i cannot stop playing it and i know you're the same yeah that's no, really good and it hurts really good it's so it's so painful because like knowing that both you and i x amount of months ago like nah call of duty man nah i think we're done i'm kind of done with call of duty like it just doesn't seem to hit anymore these days like nah i'm a little bit too old for it. i think my reflexes are a little bit shot yeah nah and then both of us like this game's fucking we're just like hard into it what are you loving about it max now look no one everyone look everyone max is fucked super tired he may have fallen asleep in the chair before we started (laughs) recording so we're not going to expect a lot out of him today the fun i'm having with dmz is mostly purely when i play solo with randoms in my squad i rock the proximity chat and i just fuck with people (laughs) So the other day, I'll, I'll give you an example. And I wasn't playing with randoms this time. So me, me and a friend, uh, Zill, we were playing duos in in, in tra- like uh, DMZ set up as as a trio game game type. We we're playing duos, and we were in one of the locations, which is basically like a fucking police headquarters thing. And up on our screen pops up, you guys are being hunted. Fucking survive the contract. So we knew a team was after us and it gives you essentially uh, like, a, like a, a bar graph of how close they are mm. to you. And I'm like, man, we're, they're here. Like the, the, the bar's full. They're fucking here. So we climb up on the roof of the, of the police station and then I can hear them. They're, I can hear their footsteps. They're running around beneath us. And Zill's like, there's only one way up onto this roof, right? It's the ladder. He's like, I'm just going to fucking watch this ladder like a hawk. I'm like, all right, cool. You, you do that. I'm going to I'm gonna see if I can peek him a little bit. I fucking look over the side of the building and there's a dude just standing there. And I'm like, all right, dead. And then I hear him go, they're on the roof. Come get me. 
And then two more guys climb up the ladder, start reviving, peek my head back over the roof, take them all out, jump down, steal all their loot. I'm like, Zelda's gay. <laughs> we're we're out of here. Nothing beats. Uh, like, there was oh. that. It's, it's the stories that make, like, any good multiplayer like this, it's the stories that always bring it home. So, like, even you and I were playing last night, and uh, it was you, myself, and Zill. And we were trying to extract, trying to exfil our way out of this space. And we, we, as we're approaching the, the heli, as another group wanting to use the same chopper. Essentially, we, like, we see the, the chopper heading up, like, oh, no, fuck this place. You're like, no, no, we good. You th- launch a throwing knife. You just, and then a body just falls out of the sky. Like, how the actual fuck you hit this person, I got no idea. But their loot falls out, and you hear that, yeah, it's just the proximity of, fuck! It's like... <laughs> well, I like I like the one after that, where we're exfilling off the roof of the building. There's two guys up there with fucking riot shields running at us. And then you and Zill just don't get off the helicopter, and you just fucking leave me on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I took out the dude chasing you in the riot, because you jumped into the hot chopper and then out. So the guy yeah. in the riot shield, like the uh, bot followed you in and then as you jumped out he got confused so i come behind him and just like shot the living piss out of him and then we're like cool boo and then like because one the second you hit the chopper you get a you go from like a 35 second count to like a six second count so yeah. like the second we hit it and you're like but thankfully it didn't like end the game for you we just had to spectate you while you bought another chopper which i appreciate yeah, i, I kind of just hung out and just yeah got another chopper it wasn't too bad but yeah like and it's also like painful stories as well so today like so I, I play a lot solo at the moment i don't squat up with anyone else i just go in solo bad fucking call because all i do is get mad at the game like because there's the 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 opera very rarely do i get taken out by other players right i get taken out by these unnecessary like some bots are like the shittest aim in the entire fucking world like they just don't hit dick but then there are some that are pin point accurate and they're the ones that fuck me up like i'm ducked behind a thing i'm mounted i'm around the corner i'm popping them off making sure my armor's all good and then then some prick just comes out of nowhere and blows my asshole in or a chopper just comes in overhead and drops nine more dudes and then Uh, they all proceed to fuck my face in i kind of like the uh hey man i found the locker that for the for the key that you have and you're like okay you open, you use your key to open the locker, and then all of a sudden, there's a fucking juggernaut with a minigun who just proceeds to fuck all three of us. Yeah, it was so like so. Uh, so we're hunting. Like I got hey, because one of the things the game does is one of the pick uh, collectibles is keys, and you can bring these. Out. If you exfil, you take them with you. So next time you run in, you can go and you can unlock various locations to get better loot, better guns, better contracts, etc. To sort of to bounce. I have like I have this key. I don't know fuck it's science or something. This is it's apparently to the observatory. Cool, let's go. We go to the observatory. We spend like t- what felt like an hour trying to find this thing, and we go, oh, it's a locker. That's a weird choice. All right, cool, no worries. And like about five minutes beforehand, we get the alert. Hey, a juggernauts in the area. Like, yeah, no worries, cool. Like we're underground. Like it's fine. Open the locker, and next thing, minigun fire blasting up this hallway. We get I'm, I'm, I'm sitting crouched in front of Betson with a fucking riot shield in front of the minigunner. And out of pure <laughs> panic, you've bumped a button and then you've, then you've either stood up or, li- or moved your shield. But we both get annihilated. And then Zill comes in, revives us. We manage to escape. But as we're running away, there's the juggernaut just up like in almost like Jason Voorhees level of accuracy pops up out of nowhere and just fucks us all up again. This game's great. But even then today, like, so you have varying size backpacks, small, medium, large, it allows you to store more shit. I went in today, solo run. I had a large backpack full of keys. I'm like, oh man, I'm going to exfil the shit out of these. And then like the next set of runs, I'm tight. Like, I always have something to do. I get to the exfil site. It's near the airport. Knock off everyone around the around around me. Brilliant. Cool. Like, what the fuck is... Hallie, nine dudes drop out. All of them, you know, the blue level shield motherfuckers. Decimated. Instantly. They, and they, I, they land and all... It, it's almost like a... And they all look directly at me. And, and I'm out. Done. In a second. And I, I, I almost murdered my playstation and then i was like fuck this game and i played another round 
it's insane because it's hitting the same i think i think it's the, the fact that i'm loving what i'm loving about it is it's hitting the same part of my brain like the division did or even that mm. loot grind that outriders did but it's delivered in actually a really smooth package in that like i'm having no major hitches no tech like no, no chat like this i'm not having a bad negative gameplay experience like it's pretty smooth at least for me mm. And when you've got games that come out right now that just suck a whole bunch of bumhole, like aside from Ragnarok, which ran incredible, you look over at Pokemon, you know, a 20-something-year-old franchise that looks like a PS2 game and runs worse. And then you see like Gotham Knights is incapable of running particular things. And you see other games that, just, that are just not, not capable of being games. And it's just insane that this... Who knows how long they've been working on this DMZ. I remember, I remember talking about it, what feels like a year ago, maybe maybe a bit more. And it just comes in and it's smooth and it's in beta. Like, I don't know what they can do to improve it. Like, I know it's all testing bed right now, but like, what do they do to make it better? Apart from more maps, I guess. It's so damn good. It's painfully good. Apart from that, man. Hey, Ben. Not too bad. Had uh, uh, everyone's been sick in my house yeah. this week, so it's been it's been one of those weeks. But mm. it's it's alright. We're getting there. I've I've, be, I've began my fucking countdown until Christmas because I'm I'm super keen to take holidays. Oh, I'm gonna leave so fucking bad. I've got I've got four weeks left of work, and then I get a whole five days off. Oh, <laughs> don't you have any leave up your sleeve? Yeah, I do, but I'm saving it for when I move. Well, how how much you plan on moving? A month. <laughs> I just want to take a month off so you can settle. <laughs> yeah, I probably won't be able to take a month. I'll probably be able to take like a week or two, but... Yeah, uh. pretty cool. But and you've also had the unfun part of being out of power for like 36 hours. Yeah, so that was fun on... um on i don't even remember what fucking day it was. Yeah, it was so I get this message from Max on Friday. It was Saturday morning or Friday? I mean, Friday, Friday night. I don't even know. Yeah, either way, I got a message from Max being like, hey, uh, yeah, it was Friday, it was yeah, Friday. Friday, like, hey, he sent me a picture of his article, essentially the idea of a crane fucking blows apart some power line on the road yeah. down from me, or the Ma- the road that Max lives on. I was like, oh, that sucks, I have power. He's like, yeah, you. basically five houses down from me, a house was being like, being worked on or renovated, and the crane fucking tipped and hit the power lines on the other side of the road, and they're like, it's all good, we'll have it fixed by uh, 4 p.m tomorrow 8, <laughs> 8 p.m 8 a.m 3 p.m so 27 hours of no power means like a fucked up fridge like we had to throw out everything in the fridge everything in the fridge all gone i had to I, I ended up staying at my in-laws house because they they were thankfully out of town so we like crashed their place and like i slept on a fucking uncomfortable as shit single bed Ugh. And it was just like gross. <laughs> yeah, I did. I lived what three minutes down the road, not even. I had power. It was great. Yeah, it was awesome. The joys of being on a different different grid. Well, which is interesting because I remember there's that one time that we were both out of where we were both out of power because a raccoon, a raccoon, some fucking possum, blew itself apart in the uh, in one of the <laughs> local. Yeah, I guess boxes. it. Dep- I guess it depends on where it hits because. It's it's funny. So when when the um when the distributor first sent out the thing saying we're out of power, it was North Valley Road, which is where, where I am, and it's like four hundred and something houses affected. And then when they fixed it by eight p.m. the the previous night, it went like now on Barwon Boulevard, which is down and around the corner down near where the river is. Mm. 52 houses are now being affected. And unfortunately, what, my house was one of the 52 affected still. <laughs> so I was really... Sh- it's really shitty. It may be as simple as because it blew apart the line on the other side of the road. But like, you could you could see the line hanging in the middle of the fucking... Like, it was... it Like, it got fucked up. <laughs> the crane was hanging... The crane was lying sideways <laughs> on the road <laughs> until the, the following morning. Um, they fucking... Um, yeah, uh, no in the chat, you can claim food from the power company. Yeah. So you, we took a bunch of photos, um, to send to the distributor cause they will cover power cost. Yep. They'll cover a certain cost, but they're like, we want receipts. I don't know anyone who fucking keeps receipts for their groceries. 
because I fucking don't. Half the time, I don't even print them when I go through self-service. Yeah. So we just took a bunch of photos and we'll get what we get, which probably fuck all. But what pissed me off the most was Friday morning, as you know, I had a hankering for bacon and eggs. So I yeah. bought a fucking shitload of bacon and stuff. To... <laughs> I got this message or... from Max at like fucking seven in the morning. Oh, no, it was like 5.30 because I was up early because I had to work at an expo in Melbourne for work. And so I got up a little bit earlier just so I'd make sure I'd leave on time. I got early, I got ready really quickly, so I played DMZ. But <laughs> Maxis obviously like saw me awake and was like, he just starts messaging me, clearly back end of his work day. He's like, I'm fucking killing for bacon eggs. I'm like, that's sweet. I'm playing Call of Duty. It was, it was, like, it was at seven o'clock. I was literally just going to come like, hey man, I'm just, I know you've been playing DMZ in the morning. Uh, I'm fucking keen, but I need to get some bacon and eggs on the way home. Will you be on in half an hour? And I'm like, like, I None. just left to the city. Otherwise, yes. But no, I just left the city. What a, uh, yeah, what a weekend you've had. Oh, it's been fucking gross. Bit poo for you. Yeah. I had a pretty good it's week. My, ne- my nephew's birthday this morning too. Oh, yeah, gross. Cool. It's one of those, like, yeah. I know this is really horrible, but it's like one of those, like, nephews you love. You like. Yeah, he's all right. Because you know how there's, like, some nieces and nephews, you're like, yeah, I'm a big fan of you. And this I'm like, oh. <laughs> no, he's all right. He's all right. It's like cousins. He's like, hey, I don't fucking give a f- I don't, I, I have no, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm apathetic to your, towards your existence. Like, not that I despise them, I just don't fucking care about them. My nieces <laughs> and nephews, though, awesome. To only have, like, you know, one sister and her kids are brilliant. But like, uh, yeah, cousins. <laughs> Don't care about, what about uh, Enough about me though. You? I had a great yeah. weekend, man. So I had my son for two days this week. So I had him on Friday night and Saturday night, which was fantastic. Uh, we, we, so he's, been, had power. yeah, lucky I had power. It was great. So he, he did, he's done swimming lessons the last two weeks. I think I talked about it. Um, and so my son, like, because he's, he you were like, fucking, whoosh. Yeah, well, because he was because he was young, and then obviously COVID played a big role. He hadn't really gone out swimming because it's just not something that we had done. So he's kind of brand new to it. So he's done a little bit in the past. Uh, uh, so Millie's in law, uh, Millie's parents, uh, Mike's in laws, they um, they had a pool. So we did some stuff when he was younger, but not frequent enough for him to be confident in water. So over the last two weeks, but you know they did t- essentially did ten sessions of swimming lessons, and he did all right. He got, was getting better and better. But the idea was, I was like, hey, we're going to go to the pool on Saturday when you, when you know, when you come to my place, I want you to show me all the things you learned over your two last two weeks to sort of give him that reinforcement that he did a good job. Um, and he's always had this real problem with putting his head underwater. I don't know what it is. It just doesn't like, it just doesn't like it. We can't fucking breathe. Yeah. Like that's-, look, that's probably a big part of it. Um, but yeah, like even washing his hair is, is a bitch. Because he just he just doesn't like dunk in his head, so it's a real hassle. But we were at the pool, and Adam, you know, we we're talking about like, hey, you know, we're just doing bubbles under the water. You're doing like kind of like those little things to sort of like try to get him comfortable. And I was showing him, I was like, you know, you hold your nose, you got your goggles on, like you know, and you get bigger breath and you jump and drop in. We we'll do it at the same time. Like, yeah, no worries. I drop in and he he, he hesitates. So I was like, oh, I'll try it again. But and then once he realized it's not that gnarly, he's like, oh okay and then proceeds to do it over and over and over and over again and then in 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 all his adhd excitement he just gets really fucking excited and then just proceeds to jump out of the water like not holding his nose nothing then he just gets up and goes i did it without my without holding my nose like yeah dude wasn't that cool and even later on he's got his goggles on his forehead and he just jumps in and then goes oh no i forgot i, was, I didn't put my goggles just got so excited and then he found, and then one of his mates just happened to be there from school, like a couple, like we were there for four hours. So that three hours in, his mate rocks up. I'm like, I was like, we were just on the cusp of going out. And I'm like, ah, fuck. So, and then, cause you know, and then th- thanks to the power of positive peer pressure, he and his friends were like, you know, supporting each other and being like, you know, like his, his, his mate was a bit nervous too. And then James was like, I did it before. I went under the water, like by myself. Blah, blah, blah. And then he did. And they like, weren't ah. doing shots full side. No, no, no. It was, yeah, not that kind of peer pressure. It was, it was you know. So you, it wasn't like, get under the water, you pussy. No, it was like really, really nice, actually. Um, and then bit by bit, he got more comfortable. And then he jumped in off the side into the water, which he never would have done like, earlier that day. So it was really, really good. So he's all like super proud of himself or positive now. Um, and he wants, he was like, even today, he's like, can we go to the pool again? I'm like, no. You like, I was there for four hours. I was there for I'm four hours. Like, I'm still wrinkly. Like we swam and fucked around the whole time. My abs hurt. 
my legs hurt. Nah. Let's go, let's go next time. <laughs> <laughs> but we also see, so out of nowhere, <laughs> it's, um, he got really, he's got really into like the idea of Godzilla versus King Kong. I don't fucking know why. So we watched that last night and we watched the, uh, the half, first half last night, second half this morning. And like, it was one of those first like movies he really got into. Like he's, because he's like six and full of ADHD. Uh, he's bad at watching movies in full, as am I. But like you find the right one that gets him go- that gets him excited. Like he can lock in really hard. So I, when he was like, I want to watch this movie. I'm like, all right, let's give it a burl. Like, you know, let's reinforce that. I got him to watch Aladdin the other week. I think I talked about. <sighs> so I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm getting there. Try- I'm trying to be a good dad. <laughs> I, don't know how- I don't know how well I'm doing, but I'm giving it a go. And then today, uh, we had War Games on, uh, which is a, a WWE pay-per-view. Watched that for a little bit, and then he just wanted to wrestle around, so I ended up doing that. I'm pretty sure I busted my body some more. And we were doing our pretend chair shots and shit with, like, a lid in one of his toy containers. And then he and then I have a boogie board in my courtyard from, like, an old, from another wrestling show. It was meant to be used as a weapon. They're going to strap light tubes to it. Never did. They just left it here. James comes out of nowhere. Like, we, he just fucks off comes back with the boogie board proceeds to kick the piss out of me with his boogie board <laughs> just tons of fun but yeah that was my weekend pretty much well uh, oh, out of all this time i'm sitting here going man there's some other games that i really should be playing but thankfully max came in the clutch your, your boy finished one <laughs> yeah he yeah max finished one that i i should have I, I'll, I will work on this week fucking dmz uh max you rolled credits on the devil in me the latest in the dark credits. picture and soul and dark pictures anthology the finale the of the dark f- pictures chapter anthology, one season one chapter one season, season one, one whatever the fuck it is yeah prologue one whatever the whatever we're calling them these yeah. days uh so yeah as we spoke about last week <clears throat> thanks to the team over at bandai namco australia for providing us a copy of the game um we've both been playing it like you said, it's the latest in the in the Dark Pictures anthology. Follows uh, very loosely um, based upon the H.H. H. Holmes serial killer stuff. The in murder America. house, uh, the murder castle. This time, mm-hmm. yeah, it's castle. a big big man- mansion, a big, big fuck off mansion with booby traps everywhere. <laughs> booby. Uh, there's there's five characters that you that you uh, follow through. So um, and they're all essentially a part of a like an indie film tv thing and they're making it one of those biopic documentaries about yeah like all those youtube videos you watch where like ghost hunters and stuff kind of that yeah but like su- yeah. you know supernaturally more supernatural but not as good as surviving or killing things yeah not quite as good as nuke stop five that's that's a really, <laughs> so good, really good ghost channel of the five i managed to keep three alive yeah hey, i've already Ooh, killed one on. of them so that's not good not bad for me um this was my favorite of the four oh uh really good storytelling really cool interesting source material that it's based on uh probably one of the jankier ones yeah uh, i had a lot of a lot of texture issues a lot of uh random cutscene issues um other than that it wasn't too bad but yeah i think it's the strongest of the four um but it's very much just another Dark Pictures anthology game. Uh, they haven't gone too crazy from any of the previous ones. The control, uh, the, the camera controls a little bit better as they've been working through them all. So you kind of have that freedom of movement now. Uh, we both sang praises to the fact that there's a, a dedicated fucking jogging button and you can kind of run around, which makes the, the, the in-between travel a little bit less tedious than it has been mm-hmm. in the past, which is awesome. Really good addition. Hopefully they follow through with that. Uh, but yeah, really, really dug it. So in in order for me, it is now this one, Devil in Me, uh, Little Hope, Man of Medan, and the other one, House of Ashes. House of Ashes. You can yeah. tell that's my least favorite because I can't even remember its name. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I think it was House. Uh, it was uh, House of Ashes where they really sort of brought in that three D movement yeah. within the dark pictures. Uh, the loser a little bit of that in the quarry as well. But yeah, here it's certainly a bit more fleshed out. Um, once again, I have not rolled credits on it yet, uh, but uh, I, yeah, I have been enjoying it. Um, one of the things that they in- in- integrated a lot more here is the idea of puzzles, which has mm. been very interesting. How did the puzzles uh, either escalate or grow or change in the time? 
they didn't really. Like they're, very novel. They're well, very they, novelty. It's like press. Not, I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even call them puzzles. It's more of a um, push this crate here so you can jump through the gap because obviously you can't make the distance. Like that. That's the extent of the the puzzle solving. Or you need to, you know, repower the space. Hit the switches yeah. in the right order. But I mean, in saying that, it's not difficult because it gives you the it gives you the instructions. So you just, you've mm. literally just got to follow the instructions. Yeah, it's it's not problem solving. It's just do what it's telling you to do. It's just instead of instead of just flicking the switch on or off, it's you have to flick them in order. But we're going to provide you with the order. Correct. So it's not like it's this huge, big issue. So one of the biggest problems that we had with the quarry was how like the story fucking is slow and then builds and builds and then it just ends. How is this story like it from a a once again everyone's everyone's uh, experience of this story will always be different in that how you the decisions that you make the choices that you do um, the people that survive those that do those that don't uh, how did you feel how was your story so experience from my, from my playthrough it was paced like it was paced fairly well um, once you get to a certain point when uh, essentially the group splits up. Mm. That's when everything starts happening. Uh, and then for the most part, it's you trying to bring them all back together to escape. So, um, okay, kill. It's, um, I had this really interesting part where they kind of turned on each other Ooh. because they, um, I, I can't remember exactly what, what led to this point. But uh, one of the one of the team members accused another one of uh, basically colluding with the person that was killing everyone. They're like, "This is your fault. You're the one who made us come here." Uh, was this the dinner the scene? One, you're the one doing this to all of us. No, so there's another one, one after character that one of the characters that died left a dying message on on her on her window because you watch her die there and she on there. So it's no spoilers. On, We've already spoiled it to her. On, on, on yeah and they basically went it's this person and then everyone's like <gasps> and then for a while everyone was like hating on this person so well because so the the idea of the dinner scenes not really spoilers early on before every before the shit hits the fan they have this big scene uh where all the characters sit around a table and then just yell at each other and you can choose how to how to control that scene which just makes makes it yeah. fun um with that in mind, one of the things that uh, oh, I lost my, my brain fart. I lost it. Where to go? Yes. So we talk about we talked about the quarry, but how you like to play the game, and in terms of you enjoy playing uh, as more of director of a director where I try, I, I like to go by the character development and how I feel it goes organically. Like an example, my version of Charlie is an overbearing asshole because that's the groundwork that they set and I just run with it and I amplify it. That's exactly how I played this. Yeah. Like as a director? No. So you as, went by the character? So you went opposite to Quarry. Why did you make that choice? There was less freedom of... There was less choices I felt in this than, than what there was in the quarry. Um, but from from were, delivery, the game's almost identical, so that's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. And they kind of shoehorned themselves into a position very early on. Yeah, they did. Like, you know, cause two of them were in a, in a two, you know, two of the characters were in a relationship with each other. Another two were, were felt like was starting one with each other and then charlie was just a dick because he like has a fucking smoking addiction didn't have any smoke so he was just like a cantankerous piece of shit the whole time <laughs> so yeah. that's just what i did uh reverend puck goes there w there was less ashley tisdale and that does work to this game's advantage no fault of hers just that uh, she it looked real weird. Yeah, she looked real fucking weird in House of Ashes. It's a real bummer. But anyways, yeah, that is uh, so our review. I'll have more to say uh, as I finish it. Um, but yeah, Max rates it as yeah, it's the a, best it's a, a, a of very, the Dark Pictures so far. Very solid ending to what is 
chapter one of the, yeah. the anthology. Series. Season one, term one, semester yeah, one, whatever. anthology one. What, uh, whatever they're... Yeah. Whatever word they, they, they're sticking in there. Yeah. Anything else you checked out this week? I'm still playing Tactics Ogre Reborn, yeah. thanks to, once again, Ben on Amco Australia. Uh, and it's just been those three. It's yeah. just this has been Devil in Me, Tactics Ogre, and DMZ. Yeah, every time I boot up my console, I'm like, I'm like, oh, I got the chance. I talked about this last. I got the chance to play Entropy Center, Broken Pieces, like all these things. I'm like, DMZ, and I knowing full well that like come Friday we should have Midnight Suns. Uh, I'll have I have to play Hello Neighbor Two with my kid because I'm getting it for his birthday. But like I've got a bunch of different games I'm gonna have to play. And it's just like, ah, really should get these out of the way. But I know. Bro, I gotta, I'm I gotta dive back into new tales from the Borderlands. Yeah. I've got uh, Sigil of the Magi, thanks to the iterative, iterative collection over on Steam to play as well. Yeah. It's just, yeah. We got busy all of a sudden. Yeah. I'm, and then, I'm, but, I'm but so, the problem. I'm, I'm still trying to play catch up. Yeah. And like, I've just happened to get disengaged at the, the busy point. I'm a bit bummed about it, but I, what are you going to do? But yeah, I myself haven't played anything else. It's pretty much just DMZ. A little bit of Devil in Me. And I think that's it. Yeah. Nice. I haven't even gone back for for more Ragnarok pickups or anything. It's been a... It's been a... Anyway, let's get into the section we call Inform the Plays. We tell you about what happened this week in PlayStation. We got one, two, three, so three, three bits of Sony news. So I'm going to go number one so that way you can get the quickie bitties, Max. So first off the rank, Sony news. Uh, Sony is, uh, as, as we know, they're making their way into, uh, into the PC space and this is happening more and more, it seems. So, uh, Sony is slowly expanding his library to PC as we just discussed and having since acquired Nexus has helped those efforts with rumors of Returnal coming to PC. It's almost near on confirmed at this point. Uh, Polyphony Digital has hinted the GT7, Gran Turismo 7 may release on PC in the near future. Series creator Kazunari Yamauchi commented brief on the possibility in an interview with GT Planet in the Gran Turismo World Finals in Monaco this weekend. Asked if his team would consider a conversation, uh, sorry, a conversion of its latest acclaimed sim racer, the auteur admitted, quote, yes, I do think so, end quote. Pretty, pretty affirmative there uh, in terms of they'll consider it. Uh, it's worth noting that the release was listed in the all-compassing NVIDIA leak, which has turned out to be pretty much bang on. Now, like, when in terms of, of Returnal, uh, Housemark pretty much said it at GDC, I believe it was. Like, yeah, it's coming to PC. So, like, it's it's no surprise. And as we know, we obviously, as mentioned, Nixus and the, just the ever-growing plan to expand the availability of these titles. It certainly won't ever be a day and date, but they are they are growing that now max both you and i have garbage apcs mine is substantially shitter than yours so like even the other day we got uh got given a review code for miles morales on pc and we got given god of war on pc in the past and horizon and the other spider-man and we're just like i'd love to give it a try but i can't my my pc would explode oh man i'm running like a 970 first gen ryzen like my pc is and like it 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 used to be able to edit videos like brilliantly now it's really having a rough time my pc so bad i can't even upgrade to, to windows 11 even if i wanted to yeah my mine's so bad that once a week i get blue screen telling me that uh i've unplugged my gpu whilst the computer's running yes that's that i don't i most certainly don't have that that's that's true so you know we get there i'm running a, an old 1070 Hey. I've got I've got parts in this computer from when I was in high school. Damn. Damn. Solid effort. <laughs> Mainly power supplies. <laughs> but yeah, this makes total <laughs> this makes total sense um as a as something that people will want. Not full well knowing that like those that have the most elaborate bullshit fucking insane PC rigs will get a hard on for this as they have their chairs and their multi-screens and all these different things now with gt7 being you know one of the best uh, sim races out there makes complete sense to put on the pc and uh i don't think anyone's gonna be anyone's gonna be sad about it um max that's you next 
the big buyout. It, it sounds like we're, it feels like we're talking about this every week, but Sony. No, it's and only Microsoft, because we're just playing a lot of DMZ. That's why. It's just... <laughs> Sony and Microsoft have once again made some outlandish statements. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's this not, week, not inaccurate. Sony thinks that it can't compete without Call of Duty. That's the long and short of the enormous 20-page document that it's submitted to the UK government as it seeks to block Microsoft's proposed buyout of Activision Blizzard. Quote, Electronics Arts, one of the largest third-party developers after Activision, has tried for many years to produce a rival to Call of Duty with Battlefield. Despite the similarities between the two games, Call of Duty and Battlefield, and despite EA's track record in developing other successful AAA franchises, such as FIFA, Mass Effect, Need for Speed, and Star Wars, the Battlefield franchise cannot keep up as of august 2021 more than 400 million copies of call of duty games had been sold battlefield has sold just over 88.7 million copies basically they're like well if microsoft get call of duty there's nothing we can fucking do to compete with it because battlefield's piece of shit basically you know it's look however, it's, it's it's not inaccurate though but yeah. however let, let's get let's get deeper Microsoft point out that Sony has more exclusive games, so it doesn't necessarily need the likes of Call of Duty to succeed. However, Microsoft's statement says, quote, many of Sony's first-party games are of better quality than its own output. To put it another way, the firm has officially documented its admission that its own titles are shit compared to Sony's. It goes on to call Sony, quote, the dominant console provider and a powerful games publisher, equivalent in size to Activision and nearly double the size of Microsoft Games publishing businesses. Sony lawyers, putting everything on the line, quote, the acquisition would take an irreplaceable gaming franchise, Call of Duty, out of the independent hands and combine it with Microsoft's highly successful gaming system, the Xbox, leading multi-game subscription service, Games Pass, dominant PC OS, Windows, and leading cloud platform, Azure. The only way to preserve a robust competition and protect consumers and independent developers is to ensure that Activision remains independently owned and controlled. Microsoft wants PlayStation to become like Nintendo so that it would be a less close and less effective competitor to Xbox. Post-transaction, Xbox would become the one-stop shop for all the best-selling shooter franchises on console. Call of Duty, Halo, Gears of War, Doom, Overwatch. It would then be free from any serious competitive pressure. Also in the report, Sony writes, quote, Microsoft has offered to continue making Activision's games available on PlayStation only till 2027. Likewise, in, co in public comments just on October 26th, Microsoft said that it plans to offer Call of Duty on PlayStation only as long as it makes sense. A period until 2027 or some other possibly shorter time that Microsoft unilaterally determines, quote, makes sense to Microsoft. It's safe to say that PlayStation's stance is really clear, but we get <laughs> it finishes with, quote, by the time SIE launched the next generation of its PlayStation console, which is likely to around to occur around a redacted date, it would have lost access to Call of Duty and other Activision titles, making it extremely vulnerable to consumer switching and subsequent degradation in its competitiveness, end quote. They also pointed out... Um, my favorite part about all this, which hasn't been mentioned, is in the report, like, of Microsoft's well, response. I, I think I'm about to say that. They also point out that by doing this, it would allow Microsoft to up the price of their console. Yeah. And Microsoft turned around and went, well, you guys already did that, so yeah. fuck you. Yeah. That wasn't the thing I was interested in. Look, there are some solid arguments in here. And I look, I'm going to think... The, the greatest point of this debate is its precedent right that's what jim ryan and playstation are fighting for the precedent if this goes through it allow it means that no independent studio is safe anymore and any studio in so any of the main console uh, providers could do this again because anytime that someone goes to buy it and they're like well that's too big you can't buy that and they're like yeah but microsoft bought activision though you know what i mean so like that is uh, that is what I believe them that the primary fight is here. But I do love in order to prove that it's not a big deal, Microsoft have to literally come out and go, "Yeah, we're shit, eh?" 
Like, hey, like it's, but even then, like, their argument was like, hey, look, the last, like, three, the last three Call of Duty games reviewed really poorly. They're not good games. Negating their ability to, to be the number one best-selling game every year and the bajillions of units that they tend to sell. But, yeah, like, I, but I love, the, where is it? Oh, where was that thing from before? Ah, uh, let's see. Yeah, many of Sony's first-party games are of better quality. Like, yeah. So, like, I understand. Like, to me, if I was them, like, yeah, but doesn't that prove your point? That rather than make good games, you're you're choosing to buy, you know, buy games instead. Like, that in itself is a gross system to use. But... Uh, but, you know, they, brought, they pointed out a very, very good point here. Gaming system, Xbox, subscription service, Game Pass, PC with Windows, Cloud with Azure. Like, it, they, this is my biggest argument that I've had for the longest time, uh, even when it came down to cross-play, right? And granted, so, uh, uh, Microsoft pushing PlayStation to do it, big win. Uh, however, the argument at the time of like, hey, we do cross-play, we do it with PC. It, you're high, uh, my argument always was you're high-fiving yourself. Like, it's like, hey, they're not two different platforms. Microsoft is the leader in both of them in terms of the Xbox, they lead it because they own it. PC, they lead it because they are Windows. Like, they make money on both sides. So, by them just going, aren't we brilliant, is is ineffective. Now, granted, PlayStation, are, you know, it, it's not their fault that Microsoft made the best cloud service platform, They need, nor do they have the infrastructure to ever deliver that, so much so that they are contracted to Microsoft to use Azure in the future. But I would argue that obviously PlayStation are the better the uh, the better console like data backs that up in terms of 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 market value market share all these different things that that, that win in its favor but the big yeah some of those these big swings that they're going for aren't I think wrong the funny, i think the funniest thing is both sides are like no no we're we're shit like you can't do this because we're shit like or it's you have to do this because we're shit like let us buy this because because we're crap like we need this and then Sony's like, no, nah, but but we're crap because we don't have this. We need this too, so you can't have it because our stuff's crap. Because you got you got better stuff over here. We might have better stuff over there, but you got better stuff over there. Therefore, we need this to stay equally on both of us. Yeah, it's just it's just this weird. My stance has shifted from this is definitely going through to like this may not fucking go through. Yeah, like I, I'm not so certain about it anymore. Because there was another thing that came out apparently. There's a Swedish holding company that has a stake or owns part, like owns shares in Activision Blizzard. Yeah. And apparently they're filing a lawsuit saying that there was collusion between Microsoft yes. and Activision because they're like, how the fuck did Bobby Kotick just not have anything bad happen to him out of all this? Microsoft has swooped in and went, you know, we'll, we'll keep you out of all of this, but we want you to sell to us for this. Well, that was the thing, right? So, like, and I, these are big accusations. Like, when we're talking about in, essentially insider trading and collusion like this, like, it's huge. And they're essentially claiming that, like, just before the purchase of uh, the, uh, the, the express interest in purchasing Activision, all those massive things came out about Bobby Kotick, all the gross things that have happened at the likes of Activision pardon me and blizzard like but somehow everyone's like as ah, fun and like notice how it's all gone quiet not all the gross shit that was talked about of activision suddenly gone and like what would that do like how all that information just coming out of nowhere just before the announcement of the purchase that's going to drastically affect share prices now isn't it now suddenly active abk activision blizzard king is worth less money purchased i don't think they're wrong either it's a little tinfoil hattie that's for sure but they're not wrong it like if they want to it looks that way mm. It really does, at least externally from an optic standpoint. Now, we as the consumer, we as the general populace only see one side of the picture. Now, if these conversations were happening in the past, shareholders would need, presumably would need to be involved, right? When it's such an exchange and like their back, like their dollar is going to be affected, they can't find out the same day we do that the acquisition was going to happen, can they? 
Is there some sort of reporting obligation to report to your stakeholders that this is going to happen? But I'm, I presume not, because if they leak that information before it goes public, that is insider trading. So I think I'm totally wrong. But the point still stands. If the, if the people that have shares in the gross company go, it's a little bit weird that it's, it's not considered gross anymore. That says something. But uh, yeah, what about you, Max? Like, I know I've kind of just ranted it and raved about it again, but I mean, I mean, it all makes sense. I'm fucking honestly sick of talking about it. It comes up, but with this week and what the the statements that were made by both parties, it seemed uh, imperative to kind of talk about it. The fact yeah. that they're both being so so self depreciating and uh, self deprecating and all that, it's just it's it's an amusing stance. They're like, no, 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 your game's over. No, 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 no. You're, you're just... Yeah, but like what I really hope comes out of this is this... I, I like the... I, I just love the argument of like, fuck it, Nintendo can do it. Nintendo don't need a shooter. Fuck you guys. You don't need a shooter. Just keep making those third-party action-adventure over-the-shoulder games, you fucks. But what I really hope is that someone goes, but are you looking at what Nintendo are doing right now? Like, look at fucking Pokemon. Stay in your lane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's just... Let, let fucking Bungie make a first-person shooter. Don't be fuck. Yeah, but they, they don't want to. You know, like, it's one of those things. <laughs> and look, Microsoft have an argument. Like, have like they're like, oh, we're doing so bad that we haven't released a great first-party game in forever. We can't we, we can't claim uh, Psychonauts because that was made before... We bought that game. We didn't make it. We didn't assist. Uh, Deathloop. Yeah, we didn't do that one either. You know, like Ghostwire Tokyo, it was fine. No one really talked about it. But like, you know, I mean, like, like any of their big wins, quote unquote, in the last X amount of years, aren't their wins. Halo Infinite, disappointing at launch. Crackdown Three, sucked a whole bunch of asshole. Like Grounded is really dope. They bought that with Obsidian. Like there is nothing that they have, that Microsoft have fostered in the last couple of years and so their argument is totally valid but by them going well we can't do anything good just gonna buy everyone is also not the right angle either and i know there's nothing again in a capitalistic system there's nothing against that that they can fight against but reverend puck in the chat brings up forza forza is their only win but oddly enough people don't consider like even though they forza is the superior console racing game it's that it's that's niche racing games tend to be a niche yeah a niche genre and because PlayStation have one with Gran Turismo... Just wait, those, just wait until those thoughts of people release Fable. Shit, fucking... It's going to be poo hole. Uh, no, it's not. Please don't do that. No. Please don't do that. What faith crazy. do you have that anything have they release the will be good? Of all the faith. Of all the faith. Especially if I can drive a fucking car in Fable. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, you're it's coming at it from the wrong fire. angle. Skyrim had a horse. I want a fucking Ferrari in Fable. Yeah, then you get a fucking horse, uh, you know, car armor DLC, like like old Skyrim and Oblivion, sorry. But look, no one's bringing up Forza because PlayStation have GTE, G- Gran Turismo. They don't give a shit. Like, eh, no one's arguing because we, we, we have our equivalent. So it's not an argument. But like, the reason yeah because call of duty is a second to grand theft auto the biggest gaming franchise ever that's why that's using as the the flagpole like that's the one that's hitting the ground like i guarantee you neither fucking microsoft or act can give a flying fuck about any other purchase in any other ip within the abk purchase because no one fucking cares like are you gonna really really be worried about anything else no probably not but because no other franchise within console platforms from Activision Blizzard King are of that importance. Overwatch buried itself. Blizzard burned itself with, uh, <laughs> uh, with, um, uh, yeah, oh, yeah, sorry, over, yeah, Blizzard burnt themselves with Overwatch. Overwatch used to be really highly praised. <laughs> Overwatch 2 killed it, right? Like, what, Diablo? Okay cool it's not anything of note in the longest time Diablo 4 is right around the corner i guess but under their backlash of diablo immortal <laughs> suddenly no one cares about diablo anymore what, that well money yeah world of warcraft <laughs> since what you know world war three sorry world war three re, re forged or whatever the fuck that was such a, a fucking mess <laughs> you know well uh, warcraft has has poo we're gonna, we're gonna get we're gonna get fucking candy crushed yeah king king like i think i think a lot of people have talked about this like king is the is the secret winner here like because that's a lot of money and microsoft don't fuck 
with mobile games. PlayStation are trying, but like interestingly enough, no one is coming in that. You know what I mean? Mm. But anyways, that's that's all that one. Next, <clears throat> PlayStation are doing more things in China. China, Hero Project Productions, uh, like Fist, Forged and Shadow Torch, have added meaningful variety to the platform holders' indie game output. <clears throat> it's something the manufacturer is eager to continue, and according to a report published by Reuters, no, Routers, R-E-U-T-E-R's, I'm going to call it Reuters, <clears throat> it will invest more than 1 million yen, about 140,000 USD, I presume, uh, into mm-hmm. each title that it incubates Balbo, the director of the initiative, made the commitment as part of the event in Chengdu earlier today, uh, a time of writing, uh, as the program was officially relaunched following the pandemic. Sony is calling the next set of projects it signs as their, quote, third season, uh, and it promises that its output will greatly exceed the previous two. One such project on its docket is Lost Soul Aside, which the manufacturer signed many years ago, but is now targeting on an early 2024 launch. It's a release that will be published globally by the organization. Which is Sony. Yeah, what are you feeling about this this China project? They're cool. Um, I've been following this since they showed off the trailer for fucking Black Wukong. I think it's Black Wukong. Yeah, that one, I think so, yeah. Uh, it looks great. Um, out of this came... Uh, wasn't directly from the like the, the, the China Hero Project, but mm. um, they managed to secure the likes of Genshin Impact to be exclusive on PlayStation consoles. That game's gangbusters. Money trap for days, that game is, but, you know, it's cool. Um, and I like I like all that that kind of stuff. You know, a lot of these games, especially the, the Lost Soul aside, they're kind of sketchy Souls like games. Yeah. They're right up my alley. Most of these look fantastic, and they're coming out of those like double A studios in China that 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 don't get much love here over in uh, the West. And it's 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 cool to see stuff like that come over this way. That's not just that random bloatware bullshit that is no good yeah. and it just fills up the store for no reason like it's good it's it's a weird line because it's good in that there are games that are coming from that market sure mm. because they have interesting i'm sure they have interesting stories to tell they have they, they may have innovative new ways of delivering games than they ever had before big win that would be great however oh, black, black myth wukong black, black myth wukong. yeah black myth wukong um however like it's better in that it's not being they're not games being um pushed out by the likes of Tencent or Project uh, was it Project Infinite NetEase NetEase or yeah something NetEase right yeah there's yeah those like, three Tencent NetEase and something Infinite which are like they're all you know development studios or publishers that are sorry publishers not development publishers that are have known connections to the ccp so the chinese the china's communist party and with their such prevalence in the gaming space at the moment they're the ones that are buying up all the spaces that is a greater concern and if sony can still deliver some really good stuff some potentially good games out of that space that having to involve that other side sure like we we do live in a globalized market, so why not have a platform that allows globalization for better or worse? I suppose. <clears throat> yeah. But it's interesting to see, nonetheless. Like I haven't played Fist. I really wanted to. It looked sick. It was the bunny with a big honking like, you know, uh, Hellboy arm. Looked great. Yeah. Quick bits. Loving this. Street Fighter Six has been rated in Korea. Ooh, I mean, it's, it's, it's probably close next year. It's getting closer. Assassin's Creed Valhalla is leaving PlayStation Extra on the twentieth of December. Quick, Max, you only have so, you have even less time to get your to no, get your I'm, choice. No, well, I'm playing on the Pop C account. Oh I, yeah, that's where true. I fucking started that shit. I'm not starting again. Seafood's <laughs> <laughs> uh, full update gives a replay editor, so you can make your own kung fu films. That's kind of cool. I like that. That's yeah, pretty bad. That's cool. Cut, cut together your own John Wick. That's it. Dead Island 2 showcase nope. coming in December. Dead Silent? You spelt it wrong. Yeah, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God of War Ragnarok is the fastest selling first party Sony game ever. 
Uh, in a recent interview with Gone of War, Ragnarok director said, quote, Eric I Williams. wouldn't count on it uh, in regards to DLC. Makes total sense. Uh, Warzone 2 has hit more than 25 million players in its first five days. Yeah, that's our fault. We're part, yeah. of, that pro- We're part yeah. of that problem. Yeah. Wouldn't have hit 25 mil without us. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, Activision Blizzard. <laughs> uh, go these guys. Uh, here are the upcoming games. Here are the games that are coming out this week. Uh, you get Sable on the PS5 for November 29th. Soccer Story. Now, Mac, can you Google? Is these the same guys that made Golf Story on the on the I, fucking I Switch? So. Because I, I want to play so. the living shit out of this. Golf Story was a mint. I loved Golf Story. November 29th. Uh, Sword of the Vagrant. Uh, PS5, PS4, November 30th. The Outbound Ghost, November 30th on PS5 and PS4. Gundam Evolution, PS5, PS4. Stop, Jared, man. December 1st. Uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns, PS5, PS4, December 2nd. Hell yes on that one. Need for Speed Unbound. Oh, yeah. Coming to PS5, December 2nd. And The Callisto Protocol. PS5, PS4, December 2nd also. The Callisto Protocol, uh, no, main, sp- Crap. main sponsor of uh, WWE Survivor Series War Games, which blew my mind. I told you well, as all the ads popped up for it today. It was an absolute blast. But before we jump into the wrap-up of the show, um, we did get a question from Mythiander in the chat. They asked, if PlayStation made a new portable, do you think they would make cartridges? No. I see the next yeah. portable console being digital only. <laughs> yeah, with a fucking pr- proprietary charging cable. Yeah, something cable. fucking dumb. Oh, like, they'll find dumb. a way, they'll make it digital only, uh, and then it'll be either proprietary fucking SD cards again, or something dumb like that, and it'll be stupid. But, uh, yeah, there won't, they're like, no, no UMDs, no cartridges. It, they did it with the PSP Go. They started on it, but they that wasn't the right time. The PSP Go was way too early for an all digital future. But like my Switch, mine are games are all digital. That's the when it comes to a handheld, the future is digital. What's your thoughts? Yeah, and then they'll shut down the store prematurely. Yeah, yeah, and then they'll they'll decide like. <laughs> I'll give you about three days notice. They're going to shut it all down and fuck with you. And they're not release anything. Do you actually, that's a good question. Like I, I presume it's somewhere in, in, in Sony and PlayStation's, uh, you know, what is it called? R and D development, R and D areas, research and development. They are working. Like there, there has had to be a prototype somewhere for a Vita two or a secondary, uh, uh, handheld. You reckon? Has to be. I don't. No, no, I don't. Whether they're executing on it is very different. I guarantee I, you, someone's like built one, like as in like they've researched one. Like, hey, this is what it would be, but whether they'll ever uh, action it, it, nah. I reckon there may be a drawing on a napkin somewhere. I don't know how deep they would have gone down that rabbit hole after. Well, look, knowing full well that like when when the PS4 launched, they were already specking the PS5. What makes well, you think they haven't at least specced the idea of what a portable console would be? Like, how can they, like, at least the idea of, like, how can we do it cost-effectively? Because their, their home consoles are just far superior to their portable. And they've never been, like, no matter what, they were never going to, like, encroach on fucking Nintendo's fucking iron grip of the, the handheld space. Yeah. And they, they realized that after releasing two PSPs and they're like, mm, it's, it's not for us. How's the, how's the Steam Deck doing? Like, have you, it's doing I well? I think everyone, from what I hear, everyone who's got one fucking loves it and they're all playing the same one game. Which is? <laughs> I don't know. Spider-Man. I, I don't know. I got an email yesterday saying that the, the Steam fall sales on at the moment and it's like, one of the one of the options in the sale is fucking best on deck. I'm like, oh yeah, okay. Sounds cool. Hot. So they're giving it the support, I guess. Yeah, get on the deck. You know, it's probably like a smart bit of sales pitch from them, but... Yeah, like I guess that's the thing. I mean that is, that that would be the I'm line. Just, I'm like, just, if you can play I'm PS4 just, I mean, quality games on the go, that is what your next console, uh, your next I'm handheld just, will I'm be. Just, I'm just not a bloody handheld guy, really. I say that though. I say that like I haven't played a metric fuck ton of Warzone. Uh, sorry, of DMZ on Backbone this week. I've gone to bed. I'm like I'm tired. I go to bed. I plug my phone into the Backbone. I'm a, I'm a sucker for playing League of Legends on phone now that they have a, a mobile app for it. Mm. 
So I'm not against it. I'm just saying. But anyways, that does bring us to the end of the show. Fuck handhelds. (laughs) (laughs) Big thank you to everyone for joining us once again. Hey, everyone that came a little bit earlier as well as hot. Yeah, thank uh, thank you for for coming earlier just for me. By wrapping the shop now at 8.30, that gives Max like an hour and a bit of sleep before he has to go to work. So he is very happy. I'm stoked. Beautiful. All right, let's get this bad boy started. That wrapped up. Max, let's get him out of here. All right, everyone. This PlayStation conversation happens every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on podcast services, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and 9 a.m. on those YouTubes. But if you'd like to take part in future conversations with us, you can come and check out our socials, Facebook, Discord, Instagram, Twitter. All of those links can be found in the description below. If you want to join the conversation... We, oh, what? Just before you go, do we have a hive yet? No. I didn't think about it. Who make hive? Well, Facebook's fucking dead, so we still, I still can't get it back. I'm not having much love there. But if you want to join the conversation as it happens, head over to twitch.tv slash popcultures where you can jump in the chat and watch us record this show live. And <laughs> fuck Hive, says Joe in the chat. <laughs> oh, if you want to support the show, you can tell your friends, tell your family about this PlayStation pod. If you are listening on podcast services, be sure to give us a five-star rating and a written review. If you watch us on YouTube, be sure to like, subscribe, comment below. I endeavor to answer every single comment. If you want to support us financially, you can at patreon.com slash thepopcultures, as well as our merchandise store, popcultures.com slash shop, where you can buy shirts and other assorted shit, uh, shit without logos on it. But until next week, I'm Ryan Betson. I'm Max Cooper. And that was for the players. And Max is asleep. <laughs> <laughs>